Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell their friends when the microwave starts streaming Apple events. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Three. Three. That's our new max amount. Should we put that in? Because I think someone earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, they were like, you could maybe go up to three. I think they did, and we said that we were going to discuss it, and we never we did. We didn't discuss it. I guess we are now. I guess we are now. Should we? I think, I mean, I don't, I feel like a laugh or two is kind of the, you know, it's like a, uh, like a, like an idiom almost, or just like, like a common, you know, like, like a, like a thing or two, but we could do, we could do a thing, a thing or three. Is that, is that what you're going for? A laugh or three? A laugh or, mm, that sounds weird. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Maybe, maybe it's, if it's an idiom and we generate no laughs, then we can sort of get away with it. But if we, I feel like if we bump it up to three, then it becomes more of a guarantee. So yeah. maybe we should just stick with two. I think so. That sounds good. We'll, be, we'll just be safe. Yeah. Now, right before, right before we came on here today, um, I'm, I'm, I'm booking a rental car. This is exciting. I want to I get this reservation booked in here. Because Noah, I mean, I guess we could, we could explain because this is going to affect the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can start with that. So, yeah, I guess, well, I, I'm going to be moving pretty soon. Literally, like, t- two weeks. Yeah. So, if you've been following the channel for m- more than this year, uh, you are probably familiar with where I used to film videos. That's where I've lived since 2019. My lease, uh, it was a two-year lease at that house with my roommates. And so, we are moving out of there in, well, I guess our lease is until the end of August, but I'm moving sooner than that. And at the beginning of this year... We kind of hatched this plan because Noah and I have been friends since eighth grade. And with COVID and everything, Noah wasn't able to go in office to his job. So I said, hey, Noah. Well, this is a, a recreation of what, okay. we, what, what we did. Let me, get said, into, let me get into character yeah. for a second. Okay, are you good? Okay, I'm good. I need absolute silence? <laughs> yeah. I need absolute silence? <laughs> I need absolute silence while I get into character? What is that from? I need absolute silence when I get into character? I can't remember. Is that, that from Arrested from. Development? No, no, definitely not. Oh man. Oh, where? It, I'm gonna go crazy. If anyone gets that reference, put it in the chat because I can't remember. It's not Jake and Amir. I need absolute. Is it? I need absolute I silence. It while might I get into be. Character. I need it absolute. Actually, si- I need absolute silence while I get into character. All right. While you're explaining, I need absolute. This, s- sorry. I'm gonna check. <laughs> oh wait. Oh no. We need to. We need to reenact. So I need to be part yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you do need to be part of this. All right, all right, all right. Okay, en- enough of that. Someone, someone, maybe it was Community. Oh, 22, 22 Jump, Jump Street. Street. That's oh, what it was. It was at the it beginning, Jonah right? Hill. Yes. That was at the beginning when they're before, going. Before the ever-famous, my name is Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there okay. we go. Okay. Wow. Thank okay. you, chat. Thank See, you. this is why we do it live. This yes. is why we do the podcast live. Because if we were just recording on our own, we'd be sitting here going, doi, 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 doi. we don't know stuff. Yeah, but the whole now, thing. Because we know that Luke's not going to edit the, the audio. So the whole, of course not. the whole hour would just be us like figuring out where that came from. Do you think I have time to edit from. the audio? 
Probably. I, I should. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So now that we're in character. Okay. Hey, Noah. Yeah. Yes. It's January 2021 right now. It sure is. Would you, what, a bit, what if you came uh, and lived in Washington, D.C. until you moved to California? Uh, that sounds like a terrible idea. I'm not going to do that. Oh, wow. That doesn't seem accurate. I don't think that's how it went. Oh, you're right. You're right. Let me, let's, let's try that again. Okay. Let's try that hey, again. Noah. Yes. It's January 2021. Sure is. You're kind of bored at home, aren't you? I sure am. Do you want to come down to D.C. and rent a studio apartment and we'll, like, work from here? Sure. That sounds like a swell time. That's exactly what he said. That's what and I said. Scene. Well done. Well beautiful, done. Beautiful, beautiful. So basically, um, well, I think we started the lease. We ended up doing it in February. But basically, Noah works in the bedroom here. If you saw the moving videos from back then, then you are, probably already know this stuff. Uh, Noah is in the, the bedroom. It's a one-bedroom apartment. And then I film in the main area. That's what I've got. Every video that I've posted since February has been here. But... That will be changing pretty soon, because on August 10th, I am moving. So starting on August 10th, there will be no videos in this space. Well, I might do some, like, I still have it until, like, mid-September, because I didn't know when exactly it was going to move back yeah. in February. So there might be, there might be some content filmed here. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty large space. It'll be empty. I don't know. Maybe I'll find something fun to do in like late August. You could but do like cartwheels, just like That's a good idea. Up and down the room. It can just be a designated cartwheel space. That's worth the rent money. I mean, it'll be it's it'll be empty. It has a carpet. Well, then you have it. Pretty pretty long. Fair you can, enough. You could do it. So, shortly after I'm going to be moving to my new place. Basically, I'm moving right now I have like a place where I live and then I work here. I'm going to be going back to living and working in the same space, but it's a cool space. I think you guys are really going to like it. You've seen it. I have seen. I've it's been. Cool. I've been in it. Yeah. Well, that's when you saw it. Yes. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really cool space, and I think I'm gonna be able to make some very, very good videos there. So I'm Indeed. excited for you guys to see that. But shortly after I move there, Noah is going to. Oh, I'm taking over yeah. now. I will be moving. Or sorry, Noah's going to be moving to California. Wow, seamless. Yes. So. Um, yeah, so uh, at the very beginning of September, I will be moving out to California finally. I've been working since mid-February. Everyone uh, has been remote, but uh, I'll be able to move out to California and hopefully start going into the office some days, and I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, do you, are you guys going to be on a hybrid work model? Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, this is and and, and this is this is public information. I want to I want to be very clear about this. Um yeah, it's supposed it's supposed to be 3 uh, I think um like usually 3 days on or 3 days in person, 2 days remote. Um you didn't mention where you're working. Are you not supposed to? Oh, I I, I don't that's not a problem. I I work for Google. I'm a software engineer. This guy's there. fancy. Yeah, I don't I mean it's it's I'm fine with. I don't want to. I don't want to say because I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. But yeah, I, can, I know. I get it. But I can say like I can say that I work there. So, um, anyways, yes. Yeah, so so I'll be moving out to California uh, to work uh, there, and hopefully we'll be able to start going in person. This like Delta variant stuff is a little concerning, mm. but uh, that is I don't interesting. Know. We're gonna we're gonna see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, vaccine efficacy doesn't seem to be changing all that much. 
And in the, I think Johnson and was it Johnson and Johnson or no, it was Pfizer said that after like some of the first people that got the shot back in like February, mm-hmm. the efficacy is starting to decrease a little bit. Right. Um, but I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain it was still basically like a common cold. It mm-hmm. was like sixty six percent effective in stopping infection okay but it was still near 100 percent. like no one was being hospitalized or something like that mm. but yeah i mean if you haven't gotten vaccinated do it we're not here to have a debate about vaccines because <laughs> there's nothing to debate just do it it's Indeed. simple and i'm sure some people are going to be like i'm mad i don't want to be healthy <laughs> i want to condemn myself to possible death Arr. oh boy and i'll probably get some hate comments for it but i don't really care honestly I think this is, it's, I feel like for all of the, the hot takes that we've had on Apple-related stuff, this is the most uh, controversial. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. No, it's really, but it kind of is. If you, that's actually a really good point if you think about it. Us, us joking about, like, features on an M1X should be more controversial controversial than getting a vaccine indeed it's like getting a flu shot or like taking an aspirin when you have a toothache Mm -hmm. it's not controversial at all and yet people are still like "Ah!" (laughs) you should have seen people on twitter when i was just like hey don't forget to get the shot people are like you're taking away my freedom (laughs) this is authoritarian government and i'm like what are you talking about and some people were and some people were, were like oh i don't trust it Oh, I don't trust it. Oh, it's it's been in development for 25 years, mRNA technology. Oh, it's arguably safer than normal live attenuated vaccines that are actual strains of the virus. But what do I know? I just looked it up, which they're apparently allergic to. Anyway, <laughs> that was a tangent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Noah's moving to California. And I lost my train of thought. And I'm going to California. I, I feel like we should do some videos. I think we should. I don't see why not. I don't know what they would be about. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be there for a week or so. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically be... I, I don't know what I'm going to do. From September 1st through 11th, I'm going to be not here. There might just yeah. be like... There might be some very random videos. <laughs> We might do a vlog. I honestly, I feel like it would be it could be fun if we just go and like visited Apple Park. I've never yeah. been. Hopefully, they would let us do a little bit of filming there. I don't know how that would work, but well, we could just film from the outside. Well, okay, you can't you can't go into Apple Park, but we can go to the Stupid. visitor center. It's dumb that we can't. Isn't the well the visitor center at Apple Park or the visitor center at the old? Well, either one, but there, there's a visitor center in Apple Park. It's outside of the the spaceship, but you can Damn. see it's like just outside, so you can still see the spaceship, but you can't go in to Apple Park unless we should email Tim Cook and see if he'll let us in. He probably would. He would love to let you in. I'd be like, hey, can we come film a vlog? He would love to let let both of us in. You, the yep. the, the leaker or, okay. or leaker um, uh, I apologist, uh-huh. let's say. <laughs> You're 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 a pro you're uh-huh. pro you're pro leaker and then me the the Google employee yeah they, they would love that's to let a us great in. combination of people for <laughs> Apple they'd be like yes get in here you two yeah. get up on in here they'd be like sure you can come in but you can never leave <laughs> yeah they 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 
them letting us in is basically just like oppo research yeah they hold us hostage to figure out what we know yeah <laughs> oh no honestly jeez. Oh, I, I don't know i feel like it would i always wanted to work for apple as like a kid growing up because i was like you know I, I liked it i liked apple I still do, fun fact. I, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. You could say that. But I don't know. I kind of feel like it wouldn't... It just seems so... I feel like the work culture is serious and secret. And people don't know what they're working on. Did we talk about this on the stream or was that just like... I don't think we... conversation. I, no, that was in a conversation. That was not I on, think that, yeah, that was on, not the, on the, podcast. the podcast. No, it was not. But like, I don't know. From, from what I've heard... From sources that I've talked to, from other leakers who have talked to me about the sources that they've talked to, apparently a lot of the way Apple's culture works is because they're so, they're really, really, they really, really try to not have leaks. They still do, but they try very hard not to. And so people, like, don't even know what they're working on. Yeah. People are literally like working working on especially hardware, I would imagine. Yeah. And don't even know what it is that they're doing. Or they might know they might know that they're working on a UHS two SD card <laughs> integration. Uh-huh. But they don't know anything else about it. Right. You know? And I feel like that would be kind of a bummer. I feel like if the whole fun of working in tech would be like you're working on this project and you know what it is and you're like working towards this goal. I feel like that's where a lot of the the fun would come from. Yeah. But when you silo it as much as they do, like the people that work on the people that work on the design have no idea what the processor people are working on. Like the the Apple Silicon team is totally separate people from the display team. Right. And I feel like that would kind of take the magic out of it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, it makes enough sense about... Uh, it, it makes it makes enough sense that, like, okay, if you're working on the processor, you don't need to know what the thing's going to look like. I absolutely agree with you um, that, it, that it's fun when you know what's going on and you know what you're working on and you know how cool it's going to be and you know that people are going to love it and all that. I understand where Apple's coming from, but it, it does take some of the magic, like you said, away from it. And Ian Zelbo, who's, you guys probably know him if you watch the channel, because I've worked with him before, and he's worked with, like, John Prosser, amazing renders. That's a pretty good point. As a 3D render artist, he, which he wants to, to be for them, he gets to see everything, which is objectively true. I mean, I don't know, maybe they silo that as well. It's entirely possible that you work on the renders without, like, labels on the products, or maybe you work on it without anything on the screen. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that they would want those things to be separate, you know? Right. Because if, if you're working on, on a product, you want everything to be somewhat modular. Like, you know, if you're, if you're working on the... Like, think of it this way, right? If you're working on the next generation iPhone, you don't know what that version of iOS's default wallpaper is going to be. Right. So up until the very last moment you probably just have a placeholder. Yeah. Something to think about. Also, I do want to go back to the vaccine real quickly because this is the most hilarious and dumb comment I've ever seen. 
I know more people who have died after having the injection than from the actual virus. Literally, like, nobody. I highly doubt, given that... How many people have actually been, like, have died from it? I think it's less than, a, like, a dozen. I, I honestly don't know. And even then, there's, like, associated... Like, it's literally... I'm going to look this up now. How many people have died from the COVID vaccine? Let's find out. Selected adverse events. Oh, man, it's going to take too long to find this. But I, I would guarantee... I would absolutely 100% guarantee that it's less than... How many people have died of COVID in the U.S.? 600,000? Yeah, I think it's more than that. It's like 600-something thousand. That's, that's my favorite thing. Someone on Twitter was, was basically saying this, like, oh, there's risks, oh, there's risks, oh, oh. I'm risk-averse but in the wrong direction <laughs> because I'm afraid of the vaccine instead of the disease. Mm-hmm. And look, someone, someone just said... 60,000. Someone said 4,000. Here's the thing. Even, first of all, 60,000 is 100% wrong. That is, a, that is a complete fabrication. But think of it this way. Even if that was true, even if this very obviously wrong number was true, obviously you're going to still take that, that chance. Like, that's the thing that blows my mind. I've seen this 60,000 number a bunch. If you think about literally just like the most basic risk management, right? How many people, US COVID infections? I'm gonna use actual specific exact numbers. 34.4 million total cases of COVID, 610,000 deaths in the United States. If we take your wrong number of 60,000 and completely disregard the fact that it's wrong, there have been 163 million fully vaccinated people. What kind of brain-dead, stupid, dumb, idiot logic is that? To say, ooh, 60,000 out of 163 million people have died. So I'm going to take the chance on the 600,000 out of 34 million. That's smart. That right there, smart person. Yeah. I literally, I, I just can't get over this absolutely idiotic, absolutely idiotic train of thought. It does not make any sense. Ugh. Unbelievable. Anyway. And now everyone is like, ooh, I want to talk about tech. Get the vaccine and then we can talk about tech. <laughs> literally just save your own and other people's lives. It's that easy. Okay. So... Someone says they didn't come. Was that the same guy? That's the same guy that said 60,000. Didn't come here for COVID. Clearly not because you don't know anything about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's just funny to me. Anyway, what were you we talking about? Oh, yeah. About the, uh, the render artist working as a render artist for Apple. Yes. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. If I worked in tech, I probably wouldn't. Well, Apple's never going to hire me. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Why would Apple ever hire me? They, they hate me. Except that I'm picking up a Mac Mini tomorrow. Did, we didn't talk about that on this stream. I probably shouldn't because I'll spoil the video. I think, I think you guys will see this week. I, I bought an Intel Mac Mini. And I know there's already going to be comments like, What? You would do that? 
I think it'll make sense when you see the video because I, I, I kind of can't believe that it happened. It's been a while because, like, honestly, it's been kind of a bummer buying used Macs since Apple Silicon. And I, I don't know. I, I, I get some comments and some emails sometimes where people are like, I miss the old days where you would, like, get a good deal on eBay and, like, walk us through it. I miss those days, too. The problem is there's really not a lot of good deals to be had because, like, the problem is Intel Macs aren't as cheap as they should be realistically, right? Like, you look at the 2020, the the Intel MacBook Pro from 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Physically, externally identical to the M1 MacBook Pro, except for the emoji button on the F1, on the FN key. Yeah. That's the only physical difference on the outside, of course. But I would argue, I would argue that the Apple Silicon version is about twice the computer because it's about twice as powerful and it has about twice the battery life because the the Intel, the Intel Max would struggle to get 10 hours. You can, you can push 20 on on these new Apple Silicon models. But the problem is, I, I Google Ebb because the autofill doesn't work. Thank you. If I look up MacBook Pro, I'll just look up, um, we'll just filter. I'm on eBay, and we're going to filter for the Core i5 8th Gen. Why does it stop at 5th Gen? Wait, can you scroll down? Ah, there you go. That'll do it. imagine if you got an intel core m computer and thought it was like an m1 oh i forgot about that because like that was the original the 12 inch macbook used those core m you imagine imagine if you got because they had like a core m3 imagine if you got that thinking it was three (laughs) times better than the m1 and what you end up with is essentially like a spruced up intel atom oof oh I could see because you've done, you know, we've you've done, and I've been in one or two of those videos with like the the shady eBay listings. Right? Yes, I could totally see MacBook Ooh. Pro with M processor. Right. Damn, you're right. So I think we should do that. No, before what? before anyone else what, does try to it. scam people. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This is what. See, <laughs> I'm not associated with this this scam business here. See, the thing is, like, I'm looking at the listings for... Some of these are even the 2019 one with, with the butterfly keyboard. Mm. $800. Would you pay $800? Wait a minute. Is my video playing on... Wait, what oh the Oh, my heck? God. <laughs> Wait, that's so weird. What? What the heck? Okay, I have to share my screen. You literally... We could not have planned that if we tried. This that is, is absolutely absurd. Oh what? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. I have to share this tab. You guys. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking through eBay trying to find examples of of previous MacBook Pros. And my video <laughs> Wait, what is this? The MacBook family may be about to change forever. Oh, that's I literally uploaded that two days ago. Yeah. Damn, this person literally watched that video and was like, man, I need M1 right now. Yeah. I'm, listing, <laughs> I'm listing this on eBay while I'm watching the video. 
He didn't even. He was wow. He was four seconds into the video, he was, he was like, four, "Nope." He was like, "Get rid of this thing. <laughs> I'm like, done with it." He's like, "I bet." He's like, "I better get rid of this thing before like wow. the video's over, because then everyone's gonna know." That's, dude. I I mean, I'm not that surprised. I've seen like, I've what I've seen is people will sell something and they'll take a screenshot from my video of whatever product they're selling. Really? Yeah, like like it happens with IMAX because they all look the same. Someone will just find a video that I did about an iMac, take a screenshot of it because it might look better than whatever they could set up. Mm, it's fishy. It is fishy. Um, but I have not... I literally didn't even... Wow. That's actually hilarious. Let's look at the... Let's, let's see if it's a good deal. They're not subscribed yeah. now, so we can trash on them. Yeah, someone, said, <laughs> someone just said they're not subscribed. <laughs> 31 battery cycles. Okay. I mean, it's in good condition. Yeah. No dents or scratches. That's good. Pretty good. Original box and, and accessories. It looks very good condition. Oh, it's and then in, they reset they it. They reset it. Wow. They they reset it right after, I guess, between while they were watching my vi- they They were watching the video, and they were like, we got to sell this. Took the first picture, and then they were like, okay, now the video is over. <laughs> now I'm going to list it on eBay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is the... Or I guess this was upgraded then because you had to pay extra for 256 gigs in 2019. Seriously? Yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah, it's, it started at... Wait, is this the fourth Thunderbolt model? No. 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 I, I, I could have sworn... Wait, 2.4 gigahertz. I think that's wrong. It should be 1.4. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, because it's um. Yeah, look, it literally says on the back of the box, one point four gigahertz quad core. Oh. I think they just put. I, I love I don't that. Know. You, I love that just, you knew that. I know. <laughs> That's great. Oh no! I, I honestly, I probably know the can the processor speeds for every configuration of MacBook Pro. It could be an Apple. You could work for like, Apple as an give me Apple a historian. Give me a year. Two thousand and nine. 2009, there was 2.26, 2.53, and 2.66. I'll I'm take, pretty sure. I'll take your word for it. Well, 2.26 and 2.53 were on the 13-inch. Of course. Anyway, point is, ugh, don't buy this. I feel bad because <laughs> they watched my video. But if they watched my video, then they probably should have known better than to try to get 800 buckaroonies. Well, that's a, they did. First of all, they're not subscribed. Second of all, they watched it for four seconds, and then they realized that they had to. I think I honestly think they watched the video for four seconds, and then they realized, oh, I got to get rid of this thing ASAP. They probably did. That's. I think that's what happened. Maybe they saw the product tray that I put in the video, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Ooh, I'm gonna buy this right now." I'm. I mean, I don't know. Are the, are people paying that? I mean, I guess. I guess it comes down to like when I look at these listings, eight hundred dollars. Here's one, seven twenty, eight seventy five. Oh, eight seventy five for a butterfly keyboard. Oh no. <laughs> eight seventy two, nine hundred, nine hundred, nine eighty nine for a twenty twenty. Mm. That's awful. Nine. Dude, that's literally 10 bucks less than a MacBook Air that would absolutely annihilate it. Oh, jeez. But I guess the question is, are people actually buying them? Because if they are and you have one of these things, 
then <laughs> do it, yeah. honestly. So it looks like today, today's the 25th, right? Yeah, so today someone bought a 2019 13-inch. Again, they mis they misquoted that 2.4 gigahertz. Hmm. I don't think that's correct, unless this is a four-port model. Oh, no. Anyway, they sold that with the upgraded SSD for 883 Gosh, I feel bad for the people that, that are buying these. Here's a 2019 that sold for 670 I still wouldn't buy that. How about this one, 317 Oh, parts only. <laughs> yeah, I think that one's pretty pretty toasted. 960 for a 2020 Dude, why would you buy that? I don't get it. I don't get why people are buying these, but I couldn't tell you. Okay, six hundred, another at six seventy, another parts only. Also, that's a MacBook Air, so that's a little different. I mean, I guess people are buying them. If you have a twenty twenty Intel MacBook Pro and you can squeeze nine hundred out of it, then honestly, I would do it. If you if you can, because like honestly, here's here's I've done this before. Okay, this is a pro tip. We're actually gonna give tech advice right now uh oh if you are a technology person this is advice for you if you have an apple device or really any device that you want to sell but you're not like trying to sell it immediately like in this case you have a 2020 intel base macbook pro 256 1.4 gigs i5 uh, gigahertz i5 you got the 8 gigabyte of ram Basically, the standard one, you paid $12.99 for it, or maybe you got it with a student discount or something. And you're like, man, I should have held out for M1. And you're thinking about doing the upgrade, but you don't necessarily know if you can sell it. Just list the computer for sale. Like, I feel like a lot of people, when they list a computer for sale, like wipe it, format it, put it in the box, get it all ready. Why, why? You don't have to do that. That's the nice thing about eBay. You can just take a picture of your Mac as it is, maybe put it to the default wallpaper, clean up your desktop, make it look like it's not in use. Take all the pictures, put the listing, put it at your asking price, and just let it chill. If you're, you know, chances are you're gonna, the listing's gonna be free. You have to be like a pretty, I don't pay for eBay listings still. You have to list like a pretty ridiculous amount of stuff to actually pay I didn't know for the that, listing. I didn't know that some people had to pay for listings. Yeah, like if you're a, if you're if it's your actual business oh. beyond a certain amount, it's like a dollar a listing or something like that, mm. but they they just have you do that. Interesting. But if you're an average Joe or an average Walter or an average Tim, but no one else, <laughs> then yeah, I mean just Take, take pictures of it, list it before you've wiped it while you're still using it. Wait for it to sell. And then, or if it doesn't sell, then I guess that answers your question, you know? If it's like, oh, I don't know if I can get $900 for my, M, for my Core i5 MacBook Pro, find out if you can. And if you can't, then hold on to it. Yeah. But if you can list it and sell it for 900 bucks, then congratulations, You've made out like a bandit. You've gotten away with highway robbery. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. Like, obviously, everyone here, I'm not encouraging you to buy an Intel MacBook Pro for 900 bucks. But if you can sell yours for 900 bucks, go for it. If you yeah. can find someone who is willing to give you 
for something that's less powerful by a huge amount than the M1 MacBook Air, and you can pull off that trade for 100 bucks or a little bit more because you're going to have to pay for shipping and uh, the eBay fees, 150 bucks. Absolute every day of the week, you should take that upgrade. And that's probably not a chance that you're going to get again, in all honesty. That's true. Because it's, it's not going to last. It's a bubble that is bound to burst. Same thing goes for um, the 15 inches. I mean, it's hard because you can't trade to anything. But like the only reason that people are still buying 16-inch MacBook Pros right now used on eBay is because there are no Apple Silicon alternatives. As soon as the M1X is out and is like available, there is going to be... I, I, I think at that point I might even make videos revisiting Intel 15-inch because I, I can't see a world where they don't depreciate massively. Yeah. I don't know. I guess... I guess we should already be seeing that from M1, but we're not, so maybe it won't happen right away. I don't know. I mean, I guess there, there are some people who still want or need Intel processors. It is weird that those selling prices on eBay were so high, but I think they're going to they're gonna go down. I just had a thought. What if you buy a refurbished? Could you, could you get away with a straight trade? That would be insane. You can buy you can buy a MacBook Air for eight fifty from Apple right now, refurbished. Holy moly! If you if you have an Intel MacBook Pro, one of the twenty twenty or a twenty nineteen model, and you can sell it for eight fifty nine hundred bucks, and then buy a refurbished M one MacBook Air for eight fifty, and basically have like under a hundred dollars to do that upgrade. You should absolutely take that gamble. It's not even a gamble. You don't lose anything. If no one buys it, then you just keep using what you're using. Yeah. Dude, that's ridiculous. I guess, honestly, that's pretty good advice, I think. Because I get a lot of comments from people that are like, man, I really regret the Intel Mac that I bought in 2019 or 2020 before the, the transition was announced. You might be able, it's honestly, it's like a get out of jail. It's a do-over card. It's actually pretty funny that you that you suggest uh, like listing it on the on eBay because I didn't even think about that. But it's like what's like the worst thing that happens is no one bids on it or no one buys it. Yeah, and then you just keep it. But like you have someone, nothing to lose if someone bids on it. Someone like you know you're good to go. You can also you can also price it like I don't know. I don't like to price things super high because then people won't even click on them. But you can, you, you know, find whatever people, the highest amount that someone was willing to pay. So in that case, it was like nine, $9.89 people were paying somehow for uh, the, the 2020 Intel MacBook Pro. So list it at $9.89. Allow best offers. You can, you can set a price point below which it's going to automatically decline mm-hmm. and above which it's going to automatically accept. So if I had an if I had an i5 MacBook Pro right now, I would I would list it at 999, okay, or 989 because that's what other ones were at too. Okay, maybe even undercut it, do 979. I would Whoa. I would list it to automatically accept anything above 900. Okay, because at that point you're already getting away with the crime. <laughs> Just take your winnings and go. Yeah, I would set it to automatically decline anything lower than 800. Okay. 
because lower than that, you're going to have a tough time working them up to the point where you're getting a really good deal out of it. Maybe maybe 750 you could set as your minimum. And then try to negotiate north of 820. And you'd be you'd be sitting pretty. All right. That's a pretty that's like it's hard to pass that up. Even though we've got a new generation of MacBook coming out. You know, the the video <laughs> that inspired him to sell that computer was talking about the 22 round of of MacBook Pro. I think it would be I think it would be worth it would be a, a lot less to upgrade now than to wait later because every every Mac every Apple Silicon Mac that comes out is going to cause more and more people to sell off their Intel Macs which is going to increase the supply and decrease the demand you know simple basic basic economic stuff right now right now there's a decent amount it's kind of like the graphics card on a pretty small scale there's a decent demand for people that for whom the current two Apple Silicon MacBooks don't quite cut it. And those people turn to used stuff. But also I think there's a lot of people that just don't really know what they're looking at or don't know about Apple Silicon. Yeah, they might, honestly, they might, I feel like they figure, oh, I'm going to save a few bucks and get like a slightly older model because it's going to be just as good as as the new one, right? So I'll just get one that's slightly older. And then they see, they're like, okay, this one actually costs a little bit less than the new one. And normally that would make perfect sense. They don't realize the Apple Silicon switch, but I could totally see someone being like, oh, here's like a model from last year. It costs less, but it looks the same. I should just buy that one. I could 100% see someone doing that, 100%. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Someone would see, oh, this new one's from 2020 and it's $1,300. This other one's also from 2020 and it's $900. Yeah without really knowing what the difference is. Yeah, exactly. I think, okay, honestly, that's I think- That's probably true. I think that's why, I, I honestly think that's why those those uh, eBay Max, I think that's why they sold. There's like mm. people, like there's no one in, in our shoes. I don't think anyone watching this podcast would, would, would entertain those. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, so I think that's- But that's why you can, that's why if you're, if you're watching this podcast, you're definitely not buying one, but you right. could be selling one. Right, right. I, I feel like there was a decent number. I, I've heard from a decent number of people. Because, I mean, like, the thing that's kind of a bummer right now is that the very last Intel MacBooks, when they came out, were pretty solid. Like, the the 2019 base model 13-inch, when they put the quad cores in it, compared to... Like, it's it's hard to believe, but August 2019 was when quad-core came to the entry-level MacBook Pro. We're literally two years, two years ago, you got dual cores. And now you get basically, you know, it's like trading blows with a Core i9. Yeah. For $1,300. So, like, a lot of people have those 2019 and 2020 models. Like, the 16-inch, when that came out, was so much better. It yeah. Was, it was literally better in every way and cheaper. And of course now, like, it's kind of a, like, I don't know. It's, I, sometimes I feel guilty about it. Not going to lie. What? Like, rec the, the fact that I recommended those products back when they came out. 
How can you feel guilty about that? That's they were good when they. And I think yeah. we talked about this last week a bit, right? I'm pretty sure. Did we? I'm pretty sure we mentioned like because because I think I had mentioned I was like oh like when the 16 inch MacBook Pro came out that like undercut all the existing yeah. ones and then and you know what at the time Apple Silicon didn't exist and it was yeah. a good com- it was a solid upgrade and it was like less expensive so I don't feel guilty about recommending it but yeah. it's just kind of funny how how much the the field has changed I guess yeah I mean it's because. If you think back, put yourself in in uh, November 2019. That's when the 16-inch came out, almost two years ago. It came out at the same price point as the 15-inch, but it had a fixed keyboard. It had a larger display with thinner bezels and better battery life and twice the storage at the same price with the same processors but cooled better and with vastly superior graphics and the physical escape key and the physical and the separate touch id button that's and the separate touch id button and cheaper upgrade prices because it was already like at 27.99 it's it's crazy to think about but in the mid 2019 model i have mine is not even that upgraded i have one i i make i made a video about i mean i didn't pay for it but it wasn't that crazy upgraded. That was in July 2019. Mm. And that that computer had the the i9 upgrade, which was stupid. You paid 200 bucks for a 0.1 gigahertz faster Core i9. It had 32 gigs of RAM, and it had a one terabyte SSD. Those were the only options. It had the base graphics, the Radeon Pro 560X, which was basically a 2016 GPU. Yeah. It was 38.99 when it was new. Because you had to pay $600 for one terabyte. Yeah. Or maybe 400 It was crazy. <laughs> and then the 16-inch that replaced it was like $800 less for the same tier with 32 gigs, a terabyte. But it had better graphics and it was faster. And it's crazy. It's absolutely incredible to think about how now that is a bad deal, because now if you if you spend twenty four hundred dollars, you're spending over a thousand dollars more than the M1, and you're getting a worse CPU. Significantly. That's unreal. Yeah. How much are sixteen inches going for? Because I, I did a video on those, and they were like, they had weirdly depreciated more proportionately than the 2020, than the 13 inches, which is weird. doesn't make sense. That is weird. But basically, and if you're watching along at home, actually, I guess I could share my screen and just show how I, how I do these searches. Yeah. Because the, the conventional wisdom when you do an eBay search is to look up the model that you're looking for, like MacBook Pro 16 inch 2019. But I, I like to do it in a, in a more roundabout way. I go MacBook Pro and then I refine the processor to Core i9 9th gen. You can see there's 443 of those. That's a lot. Wow, that's a lot for a two year old device. Yeah. And you can already see that people are, whoa, wait, that's a 15 inch. You're going to get those in here, but 1300 bucks for one of the Core i9. Wait. 
This is a false. I think this is a false advertising. The 2.9 gigahertz was the 2018. It says 2018 right there. Pre-owned 2018. All right. Well, they've they put this as core. It's a Core i9 eighth gen. That's they've rip done that wrong. A 2.3 gigahertz. Is that no? That's not a 16 inch. That one's an auction. That's one that I have, right? The 20, yeah, the 2018 with the 2.9 gigahertz. Yeah, you have the throttle gate one. Yeah, yeah. What's your battery life like? Isn't it pretty garbage? It's not great. I I don't know. It's it's not terrible. I do a little coding when I sit in front of the TV, and it's it's wow. What? (laughs) Wow, they took so much of an L on this. Should I buy this? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not what is it? This. Dude, this thing is loaded. What is it? It's a 16-inch with 64 gigs and 4 terabytes for 1900 bucks. <laughs> wow. Oh. They are taking such an L. This is probably a scam. It's $1,900, by the way. This, this has to be a scam. They have, like, no feedback, and it's coming from Russia. Mm, interesting. That's super suspicious. Sale MacBook brand new sealed, never been in use. That's uh, either stolen or a fake <laughs> listing. There's no way. Cuz how much is that new? Let's find out. So they're listing it for 1899. I mean, those pictures did look crusty enough to be from <laughs> I don't know. Like, if they're going to scam... Or maybe they take the crusty picture on purpose. How much would that cost new? That's the craziest thing, though, is that you can still go and find those new. Was it the 2.4? Let's just say that it wasn't. 64 gigs. Did it have the upgraded? I think it had the upgrade. Mm. And 4 terabytes. $4,700. Can you believe that? Why did... It's actually kind of yucky that Apple still, still takes people's money for this product. I didn't realize that the top the upper tier 16 inch came with one terabyte of storage yeah that was that was one of the things that made it so much better is they they made it 512 base a terabyte on that's the good because my i paid for the terabyte or i mean in in my in both 20, of us have received free macbook pros from apple in 2017 i paid for the terabyte but yes my current 2018 and it was expensive then yeah but like 600 i don't even remember but my the 2018 that I have does have the one terabyte. So that's actually nice. I hope. Uh, oh, that'll stick around. That's all right. absolutely good. See, I, the thing is, in the past with MacBook Pros, I felt like you always had to make upgrades. Like in mm-hmm. 2018, when the base model, or even in 2019 before the 16 inch, when the base model had 256 gigabytes of storage for $2,400. Yeah. Which is such a mega oof by today's standards. Yeah, no good. <laughs> And it came with the like the 555x, two gigs of VRAM. Literally two gigs of VRAM. Nice for twenty four hundred bucks. Like back then, you always needed to go for upgrades. You always had to pay for storage. You had to pay for. Well, I guess you couldn't pay for RAM until twenty eighteen anyway. Mm. You had to pay for the i nine. I think with Apple Silicon, you don't really need to do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, you can if you want to, but... Like the 16-inch with the M1X, there's going to be two tiers of that. I would hazard a guess. Oh, this is actually interesting. Because right now, for $2,400, 
you get the base tier, $2,800. So there's a $400 gap. For that $400 gap, you go from an i7 to an i9, so two more cores. You go from the 5300 to the 5500, so better graphics. And you go from 512 to a terabyte, so twice the storage. Pretty decent amount of upgrades. For 400 For 400 bucks. So I would, I would do that. Currently, like, I think the base model, when it came out, of course, I'm speaking, you know, in a pre-Apple Silicon world, was decent value. The upgraded one was also decent value. What are you trying to do here? The comments are not loading on StreamYard. On StreamYard, yeah. so I have the, uh, put the comments Fair right enough. there. The chat. So, like, that was, like, you know, either of those options was pretty good. There was no, like, oh, this one's obviously better. But I do have to wonder that with Apple Silicon, like, all of the processors are basically the same. Mac Mini, MacBook Air, M1, MacBook Pro, iMac, that all are very, very similar, and they all perform very, very similar. I, I would imagine, you know, between the base model and the upgraded one, you'd get more storage, you'd get more um, graphics cores. That's a thing that we've heard about for a while. What, uh, what else do you get? I feel like that's not $400 worth of upgrades, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you'd be fine with, with uh, what they're giving you. Maybe. Okay, how about this? At $23.99, you get the M1X or whatever it's called. You get 16 gigs of RAM. You get 16 GPU cores. You get 512 gigs of storage. Okay. For $27.99, you get the M1X. You get 32 graphics cores. You get 32 gigabytes of RAM. You get the RAM upgrade. If you're not getting a CPU upgrade, maybe you get a RAM upgrade and the one terabyte. So you're saying for, was it $200 more? 400 more. Oh, 400 more. 400 more, you get the more graphics cores, you get the, you get more RAM, and you get the more storage. I would do that. 100%, I would do that. Would you do it, I was going to say, would you do it without the upgraded RAM, but then you would just buy the base model, and you'd be very happy. I think, honestly, for most people... The, these new M1X things are going to be so good that you're going to be able to just g grab a base one, upgrade the storage if you need it, and call it a day. Of course, I'm going to be testing this. But I honestly, like the M1 MacBook Pro, I wouldn't, I would skip a RAM upgrade. 16 is fine, honestly. 16 is, if you need it, you need it. But... These new, the 16-inch is not going to have less than 16 gigs of RAM unless they also make it cheaper, which they're not going to do. Right. So 16 gigabytes of RAM is going to be very adequate, especially with the unified memory architecture. Honestly, that's, you know, job done. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be very interested to see what upgrades they offer and, uh, and what pre-configured packages they have but i don't know the base model is a solid very solid option with apple silicon i want to bring up a point that ian was making here in the chat he said i think the graphics upgrade will be much more four hundred dollars for just ram and storage i think currently 200 for each so so ian is saying that from the 2399 to the 2799 model the only difference would be bumping up to the RAM and bumping up the storage. I'd probably still do that. I don't know. 
I like I have my terabyte, and I guess I'm not gonna have boot camp anymore. But I like I hate when I'm running low on space and I have to like micromanage my files and move stuff off. I don't know the terabyte. Oh, I don't, I'd, have, I'd have to think about it again in a post boot camp world. I have to think about it again, but I don't know. Oh, I I was gonna make I'll make Ian a mod eventually. I gotta make him do that <laughs> fun guy. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's interesting. See, so the thing about that, I do want to speak quickly on this. Mm-hmm. We're running out of time here, but I know that people people ask me, because Apple's configurations somewhat don't really make a ton of sense sometimes. Let me, let, me, let me pull up another screen share here. I can't see the button. Okay. So here, here's what's weird. The weirdest thing is going to be with the 14-inch compared to the current M1, which we don't think is going to go anywhere anytime soon. Probably by 2022. In my in my latest video, I basically propose. I, I'll, I'll wait to explain this to you because I think you're gonna like it. So right now, like we're talking about storage and RAM, right? Apple charges $200 to go from 256 to 512 gigabytes of storage. Oof. That's the only difference between the the two M1s that you can buy is that storage. Oof. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big oof. They also charge $200 for more RAM. But here's where it's weird. Right now, the higher tier Intel MacBook Pro, which is sitting down here at the bottom, forgotten and lost. The poor thing. Mm-hmm. It's $1799. Now, obviously, this is a terrible value now because you're getting a quad-core Intel chip. But you are getting 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gigabytes of storage. Now, personally, I don't think Apple is I can't see them changing that. I feel like this new M1X, I I think is going to come in two, or I guess four total configurations. Because I think Apple wants to minimize the the variations that they're producing. Because, you know, everything is all on one board. So with the 16-inch MacBook Pro, there's like, 15 gadrillion different versions of the board that they have to make. Right. With the with the new 14-inch, I think there's going to be four. Okay. You can get the 16 graphics, or I guess it's four. It's it's not four. There's some like permutations of it. Okay. So I think you'll you'll basically have two options. Okay. You can change the graphics, 16 and 32, and you can change the RAM, 16 and 32. Those are the only M1X options, variants, that there's going to be, in my, in, from what I've seen. Okay. You'll either get it with the 16 graphics cores and 16 gigabytes of RAM, 16 graphics cores and 32, or 32 and 16, 32 and 32, essentially. And the reason that that throws this off a little bit is when you look at the current pricing, right, at $1799, basically... Um, erase two gigahertz quad core i5. Ooh, look, I'm gonna inspect element. I'm gonna change this. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. So we're replacing this with M1X with. <laughs> Did I spell that wrong? Yes. Yeah. Spelled M1X wrong. M1X with 16 GPU cores. Obviously, this is not like the thing. M1X with 16 GPU cores, obviously no turbo boost, but whatever. 16 gigabytes of unified memory, 
you're going to get 512 gigs of 14 inch um, XDR display. Mm, whoa. Uh, touch bar and touch ID. We'll go ahead and remove touch bar. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. And then you're going to get, you know, your ports and stuff. That's at $17.99. Why would you, why would you not go for that instead of like, if you're going to put any upgrades on a 13 inch, you might as well go the extra distance. Well, so you're talking about, obviously, you know, the, the base model versus that is a question, but you're talking about where the, what, the 1499 one would fit in? Not even that, but like, if you're, so for 1799, you get the 16 gigs and you get the 512. Right now, if you add the same options, 16 and 512, you're already spending 1699 on an M1. Why would you not spend the extra 100 bucks to get more ports, no touch bar, a larger display, mini LED, more powerful processor, more powerful graphics, better battery life, and a new design for $100. If that's the way that they end up doing it. That would be pretty... That's insanely good. Crazy if that's... Act I would be kind of surprised if that's what they do, but... I don't, but okay, but the, the, so fair enough. The, the base model obviously has its place for some people, but if you're going to get upgrades... And that's, I don't know, that would be crazy if that's, if that's what actually happens, right? That would be, I mean, I don't... It's not impossible, because on the other hand, on the other hand, I, I guess the counter-argument would be, oh, well, they're just going to make the M1X $2,000. I don't think so. That's a really huge price jump. Like, basically, like, there's going to be a little bit of overlap in a lot of Apple's products but it comes down to you know you get the macbook air or you know there's a 300 dollars gap between the macbook air and the macbook pro and then there's a 200 dollars gap in the two different versions and then there's another 300 dollars gap and then another 200 dollars and then another 400 and then another 400 apple doesn't do you know 12.99 and then 2000 that's a $700 jump. True. The whole, and, and as I'm, you know, what I was just talking through, it sounds like it's cannibalizing the M1, but in reality, it's selling more M1Xs at higher prices. And you can still, you could still justify having a base M1. Well, honestly, at that point, just don't buy the M1 MacBook Pro. And that, that basically is the hypothesis for my video. I'll, I'll, I'll leave everyone with this. I think the 13-inch the M1 MacBook Pro is doomed. I think that it is going to be discontinued. Oh, man. Because remember how we've seen this whole colorful MacBook? You know, it was like super thin. It had, you know, the, the, the colors from the iMac with the white keyboard and the white bezel. I think that is going to replace the M1 MacBook Pro. Everyone's been reporting on that, like, this is the new MacBook Air. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is. I think the MacBook Air is not going to get changed. Interesting. I think there's going to be an M2 chip, and it's going to be in that, and it's going to be $1299, and it's going to be called MacBook. Interesting. So that's going to. So the MacBook Air you think is going to stay as it is. The 13-inch Pro will become the MacBook. Yep. Interesting. Wouldn't that? Because at that point, like right now, when you compare MacBook Pros. 
it just doesn't the 13 inch doesn't feel right anymore it doesn't seem like it fits but if if the alternative isn't necessarily like yes it's not as performant and maybe it overlaps with the 14 inch when you spec it out but it's if you if you don't call it a MacBook Pro you kind of angle it differently like the iMac and then it's not overlapping as much cuz it's different product segments yeah final thoughts before we go what do you think of that theory i think it's a very compelling theory i think we'll have to see what happens i'm also very glad that that, that we gave some actual advice some actual tech advice we today. did that it was, was new for us was that like a first maybe not a first but it's it's a rare it's a rare 10. occurrence for this uh first five for this podcast <laughs> on uh sage yeah. uh, tech advice or whatever it is I feel like everyone, I feel like a lot of the same people watch it. I think we got kind of like a cool, we yeah. got a cool crowd. I feel like people kind of come here and hang out. and I like it. Yeah, we have a good time. Oh, and I wanted to, to just say, I know we're, we're over time. We're going to stop in, in just a second. But there were questions. We were talking about the whole moving and whatever. Uh, mm. Question about the history, or not the history, the future of, of dark mode. Yeah. So, yes, we're going to keep doing it. Obviously, we'll be in different places um, but we are planning to, to keep doing it. So, yeah, we'll basically just be connecting remotely. It probably won't be as like seamless as our current set. I feel like this is a pretty good podcasting background. Like, you know, the two of us sitting here, no audio delay, no headphones. Yeah. Just chatting into our mics. But I mean, it's not going to be that different. Yeah. Almost every other podcast is doing it remote. I feel like it won't be that crazy. Also, uh, that app. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Well, well, I've said too much. We'll pitch that to you guys when the time comes. But we have an idea for how how to add a pretty interesting spice to the podcast. Indeed, and I think you guys are gonna like it. So, without any further ado, not really. That's not the right sentence. <laughs> that's like a beginning yeah phrase. This is an ending phrase. With that being said, uh huh. We must bid you all adieu. Yes. I have been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. Have a great night.